Not your grandmama's podcast, baby, but definitely wise words, unapologetic combos, and free game from a woman over 50. <laughs> this is grandmother, and I'm taking you children to school. Let's go. to let that breathe family family i had to let lizzo breathe that's like one of my favorite songs out lizzo be dropping the hits you can't deny that like the girl drops hits yes lizzo yes well family i am back on my podcast i am della Lashawn. for those of you who don't know and uh i'm doing a thing again Uh, If you don't know anything about me, I'm not going to go into the whole spiel of who I am all over again. I did leave the podcast that I recorded in 2019 before the pandemic. (laughs) Yes, I said pandemic. I uh, left that there because it's such a good podcast. There's some gems in there. Uh, It was such a good episode. There's some gems in there. There's... um, a little bit about me, well, a lot of bit about me in there. Um, so you can definitely go check that episode out. It's from my prior podcast, uh, 50 and Faded. Uh, but we got a new brand, baby. We got a new look. We got a new brand because I'm brand new. And we'll go more into details about that soon. But if you do want to check, check out a little bit more about me and get to know who I am, then make sure you go listen to that episode um, prior to this one. It's it's a good one. So that's that. But how have you guys been? You know, I, I you know I, your girl has been on a little bit of hiatus. Um, I know you guys were like, "Where's Della?" I haven't posted on Instagram probably since February. And I just made a post a couple days ago. Uh, I would post in my stories here and there to show a little bit of my progress of the things that I was into. And um, I just took a break. Uh, back in, let's see, um, November, December of last year, I made a, I made a vow. I, it was just time for me to change. It was time for me to reset. 
and I made a vow to focus on my fitness and my finances. So not only can you focus on your physical health, but your financial health is important as well. So I did that. I made a vow to focus on that the beginning of the year. So I've been doing that since since January, well, into December, actually. Um, I learned a new skill. And we'll go more into that soon. And but that that skill was part of my financial health. So that is where I've been. I've I've been MIA on social media and all the things. But sometimes you got to take that break. You know, you got to take a break. You got to reset. You got to just buckle down and focus on what's important to you at that moment. Right. So I was building a whole new me. And, uh, because I had to, why, uh, well, let me go into some things where I've been, of course, you know, I was in network marketing since 2018 through 2021. Anyone else get caught up in that? Anybody? No tea, no shade. None of that. We're not going to do that. But I don't know. I became salesy. I became uh, robotic. I became a different version of me that I didn't feel that was authentic, right? I am not really a salesperson. That's not my gig. That's not my thing. So, but I was trying something new and I got into network marketing, but I love the products. I'm not going to lie. I still use them, but the robotic selling all that on social media, that's not my thing, man. I didn't start out that way on social media and I didn't want to change into that any longer. So I decided to take a step away from that. You know, um, there's a lot of things going on talking about it. You know, network marketing is, um, cults and all that. I wouldn't say cult, but there is a mindset that is different. And when I stepped away from that, I'm not going to lie. I felt free. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to keep it all the way 100 with you because you know that's what I do. I felt free. So I'll just leave that there. So I stepped away from network marketing. Um, I do believe the end of, yeah, the end of last year, I stepped away from that. Um, prior to that, you know, club quarantine, the pandemic hit and we was in club quarantine. I was partying in club quarantine for a while doing that. Uh, we all did that, but we're not going to go back to that. We're going to leave that where it's at, right? Cause we're moving forward. And then I moved to Hollywood last year. I moved to Hollywood. I've lived in Hollywood before, but this is different. Your girl has leveled up her life and, um, I'm enjoying it for now. Uh, who knows? Everybody's asking me, am I going to move out of L.A.? If I move out of L.A., I'll be honest. I'll probably have to leave the country. Uh, we'll be doing some traveling soon to see what's what out there. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But right now I'm enjoying where I am and in my space uh, where I am here in Hollywood. And let's see. Um I learned a new skill. I want to talk about that for a moment. Um, I did learn a new skill. I learned how to trade Forex. 
Forex is the, uh, currencies, trading of currencies, right, in the foreign exchange market. Now, a lot of you guys, you know, you do uh, stock trading and cryptocurrency and all those things, but I don't do that. I trade the moolah, baby, the money, the cash money, money. I trade Japanese yen, British pound, Canadian dollar, U.S. dollar, yada, yada, yada. I trade money, honey, and I actually really love it. I really do. So I'm a full-time uh, day trader now. I day trade Monday through Friday. Friday. Um, uh, it's my own time. All I need is my computer, cell phone, and my brain. Now, I will tell you, it's a skill you really have to learn, and I'm still learning to this day. Um, it's a lot of learning. I buckled down starting the end of December of last year, and I basically took myself to school, okay? And so I learned how to trade. And it's, 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 it's profitable, honey. Well, it's profitable when you get start profiting. But in the beginning, I took some L's. Okay, your girl was losing hundreds and thousands. And woo, I wanted to walk away like, nah, this ain't for me. But I stuck in there. And I kept pushing, you know, like any investment, because that's what this is when you're trading Forex. It is an investment. So I, I was doing that. And I was investing in myself and in my financial health. And it's, it's working out good. I, I actually really, really love trading. Who knew? Who knew, right? But I love it. I, I really do. And I'm glad I took a risk on myself and jumped out there and learned something new at my age. Because here's the tea. Society will have you thinking that, you know, when you get to an age of over 40, over 50, whatever, especially women, we're supposed to have all our shit together, right? And all, honestly, that's far from the truth because I think we're all out here winging it, trying to get it together day by day, and uh, including myself. I'm not, I'm not exempt from that. So um, I am getting my ish together too. Okay, but yeah, so learning this new skill has done that for me and I feel good learning something new and learning it on my own and just focusing and buckling down. So I focused and buckled down on that along with my fitness. So fitness and Forex, I would say that's all I was focused on, focusing on. I gave a straight 90 days fitness and Forex and nothing else. And I'm still doing it. It's become a habit. Right. So fitness. I had to get back in my fitness. I actually posted pictures of my before and after uh, on my Instagram and Facebook in my stories. And it's also on my Instagram highlight reel if you want to go check it out. It's under the fitness uh, highlight there. But those hormones and perimenopause and menopause, ladies, uh, do you feel me? My over 40 ladies, some late 30s too. Don't get it twisted. But... They was trying to take your girl out. I was gaining weight like crazy. I wasn't eating any different. I wasn't drinking any different. I just, I was just gaining weight and couldn't lose it. I couldn't figure this thing out. I was searching, taking this, doing that, searching to Google. <sighs> it was just too much. I jumped my butt in the gym. 
and said, I'm going to be focused. I, I got to change because I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling myself. When I was gaining weight like that, and I was 210 pounds from the very beginning. And then I dropped down. But I felt like a different person. When you're going through emotional hormone hormone issues, hormone issues, it just it's emotional. It is very emotional. Uh, you get depressed. Not only are you having hot flashes and shit, but you're just getting depressed. You're getting down on yourself. You're not feeling yourself. You're having hot flashes, night flashes. Brain. Some people get brain fog. I mean, all types of things. They say there's over a hundred. Um, symptoms, um, um, you know, issues that come with perimenopause and menopause. So thank goodness I probably had about four, but those four were trying to take your girl out and I had to snatch back my life. Okay. And so me getting back in the gym and working out, I was working, started out working it, working out three times a week, then four times a week, then five times a week, and then sometimes even six. And not because I had to do that much, because I felt better when I worked out. And I know it's a cliche, everybody says, when you work out, you feel better. But it's true. It was true for me. I felt the difference when I didn't work out. When I don't work out, maybe like for two days straight or three days straight, I can feel my, uh, not fit, well, physically too, because I feel exhausted, which was another part of uh, hormonal issues, exhaustion. So if I don't work out for three days straight, I'm, I get exhausted, right? I do. Anybody, anybody, anybody? Yeah, I do. But I felt exhausted and I feel exhausted when I don't work out for three days straight. And so I decided to make it a habit and make it a lifestyle. And and I do to this day and I'm working out. I feel stronger. I feel better. I, I I'm, I'm a new person. I feel good. I feel good. So Forex and fine fine uh, Forex and fitness, financial health, physical health. That's what I was into. Try it. You might like it. It might change you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Change you for the better. Anywho, what else has your girl been up to? Oh, uh, I binge watched a lot of shows. I never did that but when I was on this hiatus. And just like that dropped. Oh my goodness. And just like that, my girls from Sex in the City. The fashions, baby. The fashions took me there. They sent me. I was like, oh, my God, Carrie. She was giving. She was giving during that season uh, for season one. And there is a season two coming. And word on the curb is that our girl Samantha is coming back. Yes, our girl Samantha is coming back to the show, I heard. Okay, they know they need her. They need that. They, they need Samantha. I'm sorry, we need Samantha in the click. We need her. So I'm excited about that. And then our girl, Brittany, she got married. Well, before she got married, she got free. You know, the free Brittany movement. Um, that... And I don't know. I don't know. Well, how are y'all feeling about that? How are you guys feeling about the free Britney? I mean, the Britney getting married to this guy. <sighs> no tea, no shade. But I don't 
don't know. Something just ain't right with me. I don't know. And let me tell you something. My spirit never lies to me, and I just feel a way. Something just ain't right. Touch me nice. Touch me nice. Girl, girl, Brittany girl, if you're listening, girl, call me. We'll talk. Grandmother will talk to you because I know some things, but something ain't right. I don't know. Something ain't right. Moving on, I watched um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I caught up with them in Atlanta, and then Dubai hit the scene. Those ladies are next level. Ching, ching, money, money, money. (laughs) I love Carolyn. Uh, Carolyn Stansberry, I think I like her. She's married to the uh, younger guy. And and, And that's the thing. People always say, have an issue with when women date younger or she's married, but they never have an issue when a man does it. Isn't that something? See, you got to be a different type of woman to marry a a young man anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, Say what you want, but men can get away with it easier, but women, no, we cannot. We got to have our bodies together, everything, yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm talking about. Not just the bank account, but your body, everything, health. But, yeah, I like her. I like her. And I like a few of the other ladies, too. I actually got a question from Geneva in Michigan. She asked me which Housewives cast is my favorite. And I know that I was on episode season one of The Real Housewives of Atlanta when I was back there in Atlanta with the peaches. And uh, I'm sorry, I just... I miss Nene. Without Nene, I don't feel it as much. So I'm going to go with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm not being biased because I live here, but those are my girls. I love them. And I am team Erica and Lisa Renna. Those are my girls. I'm sorry. I love me some Renna and Erica, Erica Jane, baby. I would rock with those girls. If I was on that show, that probably would be my clique those two you know we love we love our girl garcelle we love you boo hey girl hey we love her too but i'm sorry i gotta go with um renna and erica jane those are my girls all right let's catch up on some other things what else have i been doing oh my dad passed away and this is, this is a little touchy for me right here. And, and this podcast is going to be dedicated to him, this episode rather. Um, my dad passed away last year. And I got a call back in July when I was actually heading to go speak at a, at a, at a conference. I was speaking there and I got a call where he was into, going into the hospital because he, well, he was admitted into the hospital. He, he wasn't feeling well. And um, if you don't know, guys, my dad is an al- was an alcoholic, always has been. And our relationship was never that great. Uh, when I was growing up, he was never really there in my life, in and out. But, you know, he'd never done anything for me. And um, I just wanted to stay away from him f- ever since then until I got older. And when I got older, I forgave him and, you know, accepted who he was and decided to love him anyway. 
And so we would speak here and there. This is a little backstory on our relationship. We would speak here and there. You know, maybe once a month, and we'll call each other. He called me on my birthday. I called him on his. We talk. We talk about the game, the NBA, because he loved the NBA like I do. And we would do that. So we had a really cordial relationship and a loving relationship. I would send him things to products and give him tips on how to eat better, things like that. Did he do it? Probably not. But I did everything that I was supposed to do as a daughter a older daughter and loving him the way that I could. But when he went into the hospital, this time was different because he had been in the hospital so many times. He had a couple heart attacks and prior to this, uh, prior to last year and he went into the hospital and I don't, I don't think he kind of understood that this time was different. He wasn't going home. But it didn't it didn't click with him because he was diagnosed with he was already had diabetes, he had heart failure and he had cancer, all three. And this time was different. It was different. And my cousins called me and said that he was gonna go to hospice. And my cousin, uh, Dee Dee and Tony, they were just oh my god, they were my rock during through through this they was by your girl's side and and I love them for that and he went to hospice and I honestly didn't want to go to Cleveland I didn't I didn't want to go to Cleveland I didn't want to see him that way I didn't I, I got I went through a lot of emotions they say there's a lot of there's some steps with the emotions going through grief or whatnot but I didn't want to go. I was angry with him. I was angry with him because he didn't set up his life the way he should have. I was angry with him because he wasn't in my life like he should have been. I was angry with him because he didn't take care of himself. I was angry, angry, angry. I made every excuse not to go. I'm not going. I'm not going. If he if he if he dies then hey, you know, love you. That's how I felt. I made every excuse. But then I sat and I talked with God because I always do because that's my partner. I, my God, I got a relationship, baby. I, me and him, like that. So I talked with God and I had to go. I hopped on a plane, packed up last minute, got on a plane and on my way into Cleveland, there was a big storm. It was dark. I was like, ugh. Coming from the sunshine into that, I was like, oh, my God. And so I, I'm, I can't get emotional because I said, I'm, come on, Della, you could do this. I went and to Cleveland and... When I landed, something just told me, go straight to go see him now. Don't wait. So I didn't even drop off my luggage to my mom's or anything. I hopped right in an Uber. And y'all Ubers are not like L.A. Uber. I'm sorry. It's just not. <laughs> Cleveland, no shade. Touch me nice. But, ooh, child. But anyway, I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled with Ubers and everything here in L.A. Uh, I've even upgraded to Alto, but yeah, but, um, went straight to hospice. It was storming. It was pitch black in hospice. Their power was out. 
It was dark. They were generating lights, had lights generating from generators or whatever, all that type of deal. It was dark. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm walking into hospice. Now, mind you, this is where death revives. People are dying in this place. And I'm there in pitch black dark. It was just a morbid, ooh, feeling. I don't know. It just was like, Della, what are you doing? It was so dark. But the light showed up, and that was your girl. So I walked in. I saw my dad. He was in a fetal position. I'll never forget it. Like a a baby. He was probably about 90 pounds. He was skin and bones. He was asleep. I just, I can't, I still can't get that image out of my head to this day. And I tried to wake him up. He wouldn't wake up. He was, I guess, on medication. And uh, the nurse came in and she tried to wake him up. She said, Dwayne, your daughter's here. And he woke up and he looked at me and he said, I'm looking right at you, you know, but he was still kind of out of it. So I hugged him and I kissed him and I talked to him. He wasn't eating. He hadn't, he hadn't been eating in probably about over a month eating. He was just drinking boosts and those type of things. And so I left and I told him I would be back the next day. And I went to my mom's and dropped off my bags and stayed there. And I did a drink. And my mom will provide you a drink, okay? And so I sat there and I just was in awe. Now, the next day, my cousins called me via FaceTime. And they had my dad on FaceTime. And he was sitting up talking like like he wasn't sick. He was talking, telling me how much he loved me, and like nothing was wrong. I couldn't believe, we couldn't believe it. Everybody's like, he was waiting on you. We couldn't believe how he was sitting up talking, excited, and this and that. I couldn't believe it. It was just like a 24, like a turnaround, 360, right? And so the next day I went down to go see him again, and we talked, and he had the best room in hospice. He was on the lake, his view was the water. And he said, is it nice outside? It looks so pretty. I wish I could go outside. And that was the regret that came out. And I just wanted to just, I just wanted to just, I just wanted to just pick him up and take him outside. My heart was done. I I was done. It was done. And so when I looked at him, when he said that, I was like, I got, I I can't, I, I will not live in regret any longer. He had so many regrets laying there and he, he would tell me things between that I would keep between he and I. And it just it made me wake up. It made me wake up and think about regret. Now, one of my things is I don't ever want to live with regret, but I think we all take the small things for granted. The small things like going outside and breathing in the sunshine and the air and other people can't do that. He couldn't do that. And he knew he probably wouldn't ever do that again. And so watching him die wither away with regret 
just woke me up. It changed me. I'm a different person. I'm no longer the Della Delvina, if you're nasty, that you once knew. Because when you see a parent wither away like that, it's different. You're different. That old Della is dead to me. She's gone. And every day when I wake up and when I move, I made a decision to never live with regret. When I got back home, mind you, I had to go back home with my mom because she had scheduled a trip to come to, to LA for her birthday. So I'm watching my dad wither away. Seven days later, I'm on a flight with my mom back to LA and I'm celebrating her life, her birthday. That was a lot. It took so much out of me. I just, I, I didn't know if I would make it, but I did. I pushed through. We were Scorpios and we pushed through. We pushed through and we don't really show our emotions like that because we, 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 we just pulled it in. But I knew I had to celebrate my mom's life and I knew my dad was withering away at the same time. Right. And so I did it. I pushed through. But when I got home, baby, I made a decision. I said, I'm not going to take anything for granted ever, ever, ever again. And so anything I do in life moving forward, I think about my dad. Anything that I'm procrastinating on, I think about my dad. Anything that I think that I cannot do, I think about my dad. Anything that I want in life I think about my dad I think about my dad and I say to myself and I'm gonna say this to you if you had 30 days to live would you do it what would you do would you not do that would you change some things what would you do because I refuse to live in regret any longer what about you I need you to think about that for a moment. Let that soak in. Think about it. What would you do if you knew you only had 30 days to live? There's a book that you may want to pick up. It's called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And it's a book that a woman wrote. She was a hospice nurse. And she interviewed... um, a few people dying on hosp- in hospice and she asked them their regrets and there was top five there was top five there were five regrets that were on the top that majority of them said and I'm not going to share it with you because I want you to read the book it's called the top five regrets of the dying and I'm sure you can get it on Amazon but it changed my life my dad changed my life and here's the thing I'm also grateful that I was able to say goodbye. I also was able to take care of his hospice stay, right? Isn't that ironic? You know you've grown and you know you've grown when you take care of someone that never took care of you, right? So I'm grateful that I was able to do that for him. I'm grateful for my family that was there for me during this time and friends and loved ones. Thank you. I love you guys for that. 
if my dad never gave me anything in life, he gave me life when I saw him and talked to him. He gave me the courage to start doing shit that I always wanted to do and stop making excuses and push through, okay? Seeing someone wither away like that will change you. Don't wait till then. That's what I want to share with you. And if there's anything else that I want to share with you and what I've learned, maybe two things. One thing is... You can run away from your career, but your calling will chase you forever. And that's why I'm back doing this podcast. Thank you, Dad. I'm doing this podcast. I'm dedicating this to you, Dad. Happy Father's Heavenly Father's Day. And then there's another thing. And in doing that, start right now where you are with what you have. And don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. Come back to this podcast episode if you need to. Think about your family, your loved ones. Live life. My my dad gave me the greatest gift. I am in love with life now. I'm a new person. I'm new. That old girl, she's gone. She's dead to me. So I hope this inspired you in some kind of way. I feel good about being back. What's to come? Weekly episodes dropping every Monday. Um, Merch is coming. Merch is coming. This is about to be a whole lifestyle, baby. A whole brand. A whole lifestyle. So you can actually go to grandmother.com if you want to drop a question, submit a story, um, because I'll be interacting with you guys on this podcast and maybe some interviews coming up soon, yada, 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 all the things, right? So, I want to also say happy Father's Day to all the cool cats out there. Hope you are having an amazing day. It's your day. We love you dads. We love you dads. And, of course, I love my dad. But, anywho, I love you guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen to your girl. Keep pushing. No living with regrets, okay? You don't want to get to the point where you live with a regret. Keep pushing. Live your life now. Do it. Do whatever you want to do today. You hear me? Do you hear me? Grandmother is speaking to you, children. (laughs) Love you guys. We'll catch back up next week. No podcast tomorrow, but following Monday. Love you guys. Peace.